I don't really know what to do on this one. I don't know. You usually kick them off. Do you want me I to don't start? Know. I think we'll just let Karina talk for. Th- Can you talk for twenty four minutes? Sure, I'll okay. start at the beginning. All okay, right. <laughs> I was born a twin. <laughs> oh, that's a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on today's show, we are joined by, wait, that was a crappy intro because I- Yeah, also I, my shirt was I like completely open. So literally just jumped into it. Mm-hmm. Normally we have some some weird banter back and forth. And I call you, I I call you Florida because of your, your play, license play. Oh, it's so original. But it's more because right away I connected with you because I really like Tampa Bay and I- <laughs> Like, I want to live there. And you're like, yeah, I lived in Florida and you really like it too. You miss it right now? I do. I do. I I think about it almost every day. <laughs> but While you're at your desk being like, man, I wish I could get out of every here. Every time she walks up to her car, she sees her license yeah. plate and it's just a constant reminder. Yeah, I do miss it. I do really love it there, but I love it here too. So I got the... I got a delayed flight and an extra day after we flew to watch a football game and I just went to the beach, walked around and I was like, I watched this old, older man, like he was riding his bike along the beach and I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I just want to ride my bike every day. Didn't you guys do like a 15 mile walk? Yeah. And she was like, day? are you nuts? I want to do this every day. I'm like, I do, but that's not happening for me right now. But uh, our guest today is Karina. Karina recently came to us uh, via way of Florida. She That's where you were, right? And you uh, reached out to apply. And long story short, you're here now for the winter to enjoy a nice Canadian winter. Mm-hmm. But you're from here, correct? I am from here. So uh, how did the Florida, how did you end up in Florida? Okay, I'll try to make it short, but essentially me and my boyfriend sold our home that he built. And um, when the pandemic hit, we decided to take ourselves down to Florida because it was becoming winter shortly and we had nowhere to live. So we had a fifth wheel camper that we took down there, stayed in for the winter because my boyfriend also imports boats. So we went down there, we accumulated boats and spent our time down there. And I was working at a golf course, so I had the winters off and we loved it. And we came back six months later, um, still not purchasing a home in Ontario. So we went back again for the next winter (laughs) and uh, we purchased a property down there um, kind of fixed it up, had a place to stay at least for a lot cheaper than renting a spot at a mobile home park. And we have just been going back in the winters, I guess for the last couple of years, um, still not purchasing anything here cause it's very expensive. Well, we did purchase a Muskoka tiny home and we're fixing oh. that up right now, but it's very expensive to live here. So yeah, I think that's one of the the things about you that the longer, the more we talked that I got to, like you have a very, you wouldn't maybe think so, but you have a a really good knowledge of the market and buying and holding and selling and fixing up. Like how many houses, like how did you get into all that? Okay. Well, that's an even longer story, but uh, no, that's okay. I'll try to make it short. I'll make it short. Um, when I was in just going into college, I, I got into a car accident and I broke my right hand and I was in a lawsuit for four years while in college for special events planning. And then 
I was bartending and serving, and then I ended up getting a settlement. My dad kicked me and my twin sister out of our home, and no we in the, in about two or three weeks we purchased our first home, and no my you. boyfriend helped us, and my sister still owns that house today. She bought me out, and that's when me and my boyfriend bought the property um, where he built our our next project, our home wow. that we sold before we went to Florida. So I was bartending for the last eight or so years. Um, but I got lucky, I guess, in a way I broke my hand, but I, it made me be able to invest into, um, real estate. Yeah. And right. So you've, you've kind of have a, like, um, I hate the term sort of, because it's very, it can be tricky, but you're sort of, you got into maybe the flip where you would buy something, fix it up and yeah. you've been able to capitalize on the the market increase. And that allowed you to go to, to Florida, which I think's when I was talking to you about, it, I was like, that's a pretty cool path. Like something bad from a car accident turned into something, something unique, something that you got to do an experience that most people yeah. wouldn't get to experience. What made you, because I, did I interview you in Florida or were, you, or were you back? Yes, I was in Florida. I was, I had a lot of time on my hands and my boyfriend was doing his real estate course at the time. So I decided, I was like, what am I going to do when I get back? And so I kind of just decided I wanted to be a mortgage broker. And my, my boyfriend did have some connections to some real estate agents and mortgage brokers in the area, but I was just, I started my course and I just went on to Indeed, I think, or LinkedIn, I'm not sure. And I saw the job listing for here and I just said, that's it. I don't want your help to get me a hookup somewhere else. I was like, I want to work here. And you were telling me you kind of had a, a a deal with, with your boyfriend where you were like, if I get this job, I'm coming back. Right. right? And yes. that was the, that was the deal. Yes. Right? <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was the interview process like for you? What were your thoughts on it? I thought it was really interesting because the fact that you get interviewed by the staff here after I met with you and after I met everyone here, I wanted it even more. And I really liked the fact that you like trust your staff so much and want them to get along with the new person that you're hiring mm -hmm. as well as the new person you're hiring, liking the staff. And after that, I was like, I didn't sleep the next night after I talked <laughs> to everyone because I thought maybe I didn't get it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sad Rudy when Karina everywhere. says it. Yeah. I know. Uh, no, but when we met you, I think automatically we were all sold. Like we all left the interview and we're like, wow, we need her yeah. to come back right? <laughs> and to yeah. come here. So, I mean, it was an automatic sell. I'm sorry you had to go through the 48 hours of grueling waiting for us to answer you. Um, but you've been a great um, add to our team. And she's like this Disney princess voice that her and Haley both share the gift of. <laughs> yeah. So you can listen to you talk all day. <laughs> I think now you can see just, you know, just before you got here on to do the podcast, you were working with Tiana on deals. I think you can see the the mindset or the process why we do the interview that way because you work so closely with each other. I can't be at all 25, 20, 30 desks all day. Um, sometimes I'm grumpy, yeah, mm -hmm. right? Or I'm busy. 
And so you put him in his cage over there. Yeah, you throw me in the glass box over there, like <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, and you leave me alone for a while. And then, so being able, having relationships with teammates really helps speed up our process and allows us to hit the numbers that we do because you feel comfortable being able to, to ask someone for help, especially in the early days when you were kind of terrified to talk to me. I was. Right. If I, you were very, <laughs> hey, hi, and asked me a question and I would answer it. And I have a tendency to, I've been doing this for over a decade. My answers come really fast and I'm on my way to the next desk and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait. So it's the, the mindset behind the interview process is because I know you can't always get my attention or I'm working on something else for someone else. And you feel good to be able to lean over to a partner and and ask them. So is, what you did, do you think that's helped you or how, what do you, what are your thoughts on it now that you've been here for a while and you know that your, your job is safe? <laughs> yeah. Cause that was your for big now. concern. Am I, I going to make it? Every day I thought I was getting fired. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Know, like, right. And it's just like an awful feeling because I think the desire to want to work here is so high that you, the risk of it is like, if I screw this up, like, will they get rid of me? Fire anybody. I know we've had like very bad employees. I'm terrible at it. Don't get fired. Um, but what like talk to us about like your experience of training? Like, did you find similarities in some of the agents on the floor and that really made you excel? Was there a moment that like just clicked for you? Yeah, I think. Um, Be honest. Cause I, I brought you over. Yeah. She mentioned the T word training. The training. <laughs> yeah. The training. Sucked. It wasn't the best for me, but like just the people that I did connect with, um, afterwards, like sitting with Manisha and Tiana, cause I shadowed for a while, but yeah. I, I just, it, I, it was difficult, but they have been so helpful. Manisha, Tiana, Allie, and that's who I found the most connections with on learning how to do this is yeah. with kind of the women in this, That's in this okay, office. Yeah. No, I just relate to how they structure things or do things. And, and it's hard to believe at the beginning when I'm like, good. And you're like, no, no, I'm really overwhelmed. And I walk away from your desk and be like, good. Right. Yeah. And then someone says, it's okay. Like, that's kind of how we do it here. It's not a go watch 10 videos. Here's this training yeah. manual. We're really big on how will you survive? Right. Will you put in the, will you ask your partner? Because I really want you guys to, to be able to work as a team yeah. to get things done. We won't do 130, 150. We would do 167, 170 deals a month. Yeah. One month out of this location, if you can't all work together. So a lot of it is, and I, I felt bad sometimes. I'm going to confess. I felt bad because yeah. I could see that you yeah. were struggling and I had to stick to my process and be like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. You'd be all right. It's all by design, Karina. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> kind of has to like develop their own, let's say like, I don't even know what the right word would be. They have to develop their own finesse when it comes to the role. So you might sit with one person and learn one element from them and you really just need to I guess, figure out what works for you. Like there's agents on the floor who I would sit beside and they have a completely different style and they see success. But if I were to try to adopt a similar style, I wouldn't be able to. So that's what I think you learned quickly here is you need to find it in yourself and figure it out on your own as opposed to being told exactly what to do. 
because you and Tiana are very similar. Right. So when you sit beside Tiana, like you said, like when I sit with some of the girls, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Or that's how I would logically do something. Whereas you might sit with another agent on the floor and be like, I don't even know how the hell they do it. So that's what's important. And I think that separates you being a successful mortgage agent from one that's not so successful is because you've had to be creative. You've had to, you were kind of thrown into the deep end and you had to, with as limited knowledge as you had, be able to grow and develop on the tools that were given to you and also adopt things that worked for you. So you've seen great success. I'm grateful for the move that you had in seating. I was an advocate for it because I do think that those small, small things, and we've spoken to Miguel on a previous podcast who also had a huge change just by changing desks. Because really, as much as we all love each other here, sometimes it just doesn't work. The dynamic doesn't work. Or you feel you feel intimidated or by someone's success or by talking too loud or whatever the case is. You really just have to find your spot. And I think for you, as soon as you found that spot was like your pivotal moment. That is one thing that I felt is you are who you surround yourself with. And I wanted to be around people that were going to help me be even better. Yeah. I think, sure. um, I think you felt at times it's okay that I was just being mean or just really putting the pressure on you. But then we would have conversations about Florida and you'd see that I'm not, I'm all about teach me more. Tell me what you think about Florida. So it's not, I, I just will tell you now that we've been together for a while that I feel, I did feel bad because I feel like you were the, and that's why I brought you over to the new people recently and said, Hey, did you ever feel, how did you feel about the training? And you try, yeah. you gave me the, I'm afraid to answer this question face. And then you were like, the training was amazing. And I was like, no, <laughs> be honest. Yeah. And you were like, Oh, okay. Well, I felt like it wasn't enough. Yeah. And you were the one person that I had the hardest time trying to unprogram that products and rates are not important. And I know you still probably even feel just a little bit like they're still important and it is the right product. That just shows me you care about your client. You care about the solution that you're going to offer them and that you want to be right. So that I'm super grateful for. But the more you do this, the less and less you'll rely on a product it's always trying to find something that works for them. 90% of the time is creating cash flow, which is not a bank product because they won't give you the cash flow. It has to be a different type of product. So looking back on that now, how do you, what's, what do you think, how, where you sit with the whole, I need to know every product. That's what you're like, beginning. you're like, I need to know every product. No, you don't. I think I still feel like that. Good. Okay. <laughs> but I'm learning it's slowly. Things are getting easier. I'm understanding things more. It's, it's, it, you have to, you have to do it to learn, I think. So making mistakes, um, has helped me and pushing myself, not having you always being super like friendly to me or, or having the time to be when you, oh. you would you're be, literally the Grinch. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes you would just be, you're just short and quick. So I took that maybe the wrong way, but it helped push me, um, just be more confident in myself. I feel so bad. I'm so happy that you're part of this team. When we did the interview process, I'm like, yeah, I really hope you guys, like when we did the round, when we sit down yeah. and everybody's in a, a circle and we're like, okay, hey, what do you think? And everyone's like, yes, yes. I'm like, good. Cause I really want to hire her. Yeah. I really want her on the team. 
Had I known you were doing it in Florida, I would have been maybe a little bit more concerned. I did not know you were in Florida during your interview. Yeah. At all. But you had a great tan when you first started. So that was the only thing I was like, her tan is phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it never snows there. Right. So, um, so fast forward now you are part of new borough and you're in the mix of everything. Is it everything you thought it would be? Honestly, I don't think I could have ever imagined what it was going to be like, and it's better than I ever imagined. Everyone here is wonderful. Um, I think I got lucky in a way by getting to work here. It was the first and only place I applied to, and it was the only place I wanted to work. And um, my expectations are blown away because everyone here is such a family and I feel part of that family. I felt like I almost knew everyone right after I met them. Like they were people I already had known before in yeah. a way. You fit yeah. in like super fast, mm-hmm. which I think has a lot to do with their interview process and how you get to meet people. Yeah. At the beginning, I think that really helps break the ice. But I think that that's one of the things that I was really impressed with when you said to me, when we were having a conversation, you were like, I actually said, you know, like if I get this job, I'm moving from Florida. How many to here and I'm taking it. Yeah. Whether your boyfriend was ready to come or not, you were like, I'm coming. So if I get this job, that takes a lot. And I think too, like that's huge in itself. That speaks to the character that you have that like you want to take initiative. And that's why even the teaching process, like where you're like, I'm not getting any teaching. I'm not getting any coaching. Like what's happening is because you wanted to take initiative for your success, which is huge because it takes a, some people a whole lifetime to take initiative for their own success. And it's an, it's a common trend in our office where the people we do pick have that same mindset. And I think yeah, that that's right. it is something to note because that's why we're so successful is because everyone we've spoken to, especially in the interviews and afterward are like, I just needed a change. I needed to make myself uncomfortable. I needed to put myself in a position where I could excel and change the path that I'm on and worry about yourself. And everyone here is works so great as a team because that independent goal is there. I want to be successful. I want to focus on myself. This is my time. You know what else I pick up on in the interview and I picked it up with you is if you're, if you genuinely want that. Yeah, I agree. Somehow through the zoom camera, you were able to convey, like I genuinely believed that you wanted you wanted to work here. Like you wanted, sometimes I encourage interview interviewees to go and do other interviews Yeah, and then call us back. Yeah. Like we've had countless interviews where people have said, let's say the same thing you've said and the outcome is not the same. It's kind of like, oh, that was just Forrester. Yeah. yeah we've heard that song and dance before. But when you were like, listen, like this is my time. Like I need to make a change. This is what I want. I was like, oh, you go girl. Where I've had other candidates say the same thing. And I'm like, Hmm, you don't give me that same, I know you're going to come here and I don't think you'll give us that same a hundred percent energy and a hundred percent willingness to learn as you're portraying in this interview. So thank you. But next. And the switch for me was one deal desk. You were sitting right over here. Yeah. I hadn't moved you yet. And I answered you like I normally do. And I moved away and you actually, (laughs) <laughs> put your foot down, but you were like, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. I need more. And I was like, all right, Karina, 
finally ready. <laughs> yeah. Finally ready to ask for what you, yeah. what the more tools that you need. And yeah. then very shortly we moved you. I was waiting for that to show me that you yeah. were going to fight me back in yeah. a sense. And yeah. So what do you think? What, how, what's your, how do you feel about your growth from that day or that, that moment to now? I think I've come a long way and I still have a long way to go, but I'm excited. Um, I think moving me was a great choice. I'm super, um, happy that I got to move places and, um, I'm excited to keep learning. Let's just, you haven't done a, a ton of deals yet because you're still in that learning, in that learning curve. And by the time this airs, you'll probably do way more than you've done already. But do you have a client impact story or something that you've done for somebody, you solved a big problem that really showed you or has made it be like, oh, so that is what it is about Newboro? I think I have had bits and pieces of that feeling um, with a couple different clients. I just have felt a lot of re like relation to, I compare a lot of people's stories to mine and my twin sister who also struggles Um with, she owns a home by herself. It's a lot on her. Um, so I've made a lot of like relations to different clients like that. So bits and pieces of different clients. I just, um, I've, I feel like I've, um, it's helped me to like understand their situation a bit better because I've kind of gone through some similar things as well. You have in a very short time span gone through a lot of Things homeowners would go through in a very small, very tight window, mm -hmm. right? Um, we deal with clients who are waiting for settlements, who are living, not that you were, but living on credit cards or trying to get by waiting for that settlement to finally yeah. come. Thank God you did, you were able to action it with something tangible and turn it into that yeah. you had a plan. Don't mm -hmm. know where that came from, but you just knew you made the right choice with your settlement and you were able to then parlay that into different things for yourself. So, you know, it's, you actually have, you bring a lot of experience to the yeah, table, even though you're not say. a long-term mortgage agent. Yeah. And I think like 10 years of real estate experience that you've had at such a young age is something you don't come by often. So you being able to have that wherewithal at such a young age means that there's something in you that can inspire other people because you have such a unique story. And even when I first met you and you expressed this story to me, I was like, honestly, there was probably a thousand other things that I would have done with that money at 18. I would have never thought to invest in real estate or move. I think she, you moved out of the city that you grew up in. Like you moved from Newmarket to Sutton, didn't know anything about Sutton with your twin sister at 18 years old after you moved out of your parents' home. So it's just a lot like, and to think that you made these decisions and continue to make these decisions to grow your own financial portfolio and your real estate portfolio is, is amazing because you're so young and you accomplished so much that people haven't even done in an entire lifetime. So it is, it is incredible. And I, mean, I have a lot of thank to say to my boyfriend who helps with that as well, because I yeah. wouldn't have been able to do it all without him, honestly. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And right. it's a bigger conversation. And that also is huge is to put trust in someone. So you trusted that your boyfriend had the thoughts or ideas that he put forth in front of you guys. And you guys made the right decision. It's similar to what we do here is, Hey, I want to guide you based on experience 
this is what I think you should do. And ultimately the decisions on our clients as the decision was on you. And thankfully you had that strong guide and he's been that support and crux to all of your decisions, which is amazing. And you guys have built like amazing things together. So that just kind of plays in again to what we do here. Yeah. It's knowledge you're being able to pass down to clients and you'll be able to help clients make the right choice. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I apologize. I really do. I forgive you. (laughs) So such a jerk to you on purpose, but look, it's paid off. It has. Right. You're doing great. Uh, We're super happy to have you on the team and it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. So more deals to come. I'm sure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Karina.